0: was kitty i lost most of my weight just on the nutrition alone most of that 10 oh. kilos that i put on yeah. oh, i say 10 kilos because i felt like i was 10 ki- that's again my number my benchmark but yeah um which i don't have anymore mind you um yeah that's where i lost it, it was just through eating properly again um it wasn't through the training i didn't start training until right well probably half more than halfway through the program
1: mm. um
0: and as soon as i started training because obviously you want to um, the big thing is you want to have a really good foundation. And obviously I didn't have that foundation there because of the Hashimoto's and my body had to just get used to eating properly again before mm-hmm. pushing myself to another level of stress with training. But mm. I must say once I started the training, um, yeah, I did the, do the two, what, two two days a week now I'm doing three days a week. But um, the first time I've ever looked in the mirror and have said to like have actually said you know I'm really happy with how I look and I didn't have that that little person sitting on my shoulder saying yuck that's gross like so that's that was like an achievement in itself that I could accept myself looking at myself in the mirror again um after doing you know some form of weight training so that was the other you know happy moment I guess that I had with it all.
1: Welcome to the Win It Life podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can break free from restrictive diets and build a body you love. I'm
2: Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength, and your host for this episode. Today I'm joined by two of our gorgeous clients, Maggie and Sarah. Now, Maggie and Sarah both have autoimmune conditions, which are actually now in remission. And you know, I know that many women who struggle with autoimmune conditions actually make things worse by doing all of these crazy diets to try and lose weight and feel better. And this is why I actually wanted to get these two amazing women on the show to share their stories. Now, Maggie is 56 and you would have no idea by looking at her. She just looks so healthy and so gorgeous and so, vi- so vibrant. And she's actually been in our program for three years now. I always joke with her that we can't um, get rid of her. I would never want to get rid of her. She's amazing, but she's also a big sister and she really just gives so much um, back to our community. Now, Sarah is her niece. Sarah is a single mother, a single working mother. She also studies um, as well. And about 18 months ago, Margie Margie actually bought the program for Sarah as a gift, which I think is just um, amazing. And, you know, both Margie and Sarah, like I said, they suffer from autoimmune conditions, but they're actually now in remission and they're off all of their medication. Now, not only did Sarah beat her Hashimoto's, but she also lost 14 kilos uh, along the way. And she might have even lost a bit, bit more now because we recorded this podcast a few months ago. So in this episode, they basically, you know, share their journeys, you know, what they eat day to day, how many calories they eat, types of foods they eat how they train, what sort of cardio they do, you know, they give advice um, for any women starting out on the journey or women who are struggling and then also some tips for women who really struggle to be consistent. So, you know, if you're a woman who has an autoimmune condition or you're just a woman who wants to lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way, then you'll absolutely love this episode and you're going to take away so much from it. And as always, don't forget to take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways on Instagram stories and tag me at K-R-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D. Let's spread the word and free other women from restrictive diets. Oh, hi, guys. Welcome to the podcast. We've got the amazing Margie who we've had on the podcast before. She's a long-term client of Win at Life. She's a big sister. She actually works for us now, helps us in our challenges. She's just, I think you're amazing, Maggie. No. I really like you me. a lot. Craig and I really like you a lot. You just... You're so giving and, you know, you've you've not only had such an amazing, I think, transformation yourself with your health, but you also are so giving to everyone in the program. You're so helpful. You support everyone. You know, you're so encouraging. It's really, yeah, you, we think you're amazing.
1: No, I think I, I just love, I just think that you've built such a, an amazing program and, and I, yes, I have got my health back and I just want to shout it out to the world. So I love, I just absolutely love it. I'm just so invested. Oh, me too. I
2: think once you do it too, and you have that transformation, like, oh my God, this is, this is like, you found the Holy grail. You've got to tell everyone, you know, you've got to help everyone. You feel so passionate about it. And, and the reason I wanted to get Margie and Sarah on. So Sarah is Margie's niece. And both Margie and Sarah have autoimmune conditions. So Sarah has Hashimoto's and Margie, yours is an arthritic autoimmune condition. I can never bloody remember the name. It's a long. It's
1: it's called spondyloarthritis.
2: Well, it was, yeah. That's it. And um, Margie joined the program a long time ago. We can't get rid of her now. And she was experiencing (laughs) all these. Margie, are you 54, Margie? I'm turning 56 in a couple of weeks. God, you wouldn't, you can't see her, obviously, because it's a podcast, but she just looks You was always, whenever I see your, you on Zooms, I was think, oh, you've just got the most amazing skin. Like, you really, your hair is so thick. You really look healthy. It's all the liver. It's all the liver
1: yeah. and the oysters yeah. and the food. <laughs> I
2: know. It's amazing, isn't it? The baggy, 56. <laughs> Doesn't look 56. Um, she, get yeah, off all her medication, you know, um, Uh, in remission now uh you know no more menopausal symptoms and then a year ago or a bit over a year ago I remember Margie messaging Vic and I and saying she wanted to buy 12 months of because we do like a 12 month package of a program for Sarah her niece who has uh, Hashimoto's and now Sarah you've done your year how long is it now a year and a few months maybe yeah yeah it would
0: be yeah yeah definitely um yeah, year and two months exactly. Yeah year and, two months, I start, year and two months. I about two months of eating well beforehand, before I signed up for the program. It was probably about
2: 14, 14 months total. And Sarah has had amazing results. No her symptoms are all disappeared. Um she's lost nearly 14 kilos. Um she's you're a single mum, hey, too.
0: Yes. Single mum. Yes.
2: Single mum. She's done the program. Yeah, studies as well, don't you? Study as well.
0: Yep, study part time. Oh my okay. God.
2: So you're like crazy busy and you've managed through this program and you're off your medication, down nearly 14 kilos. Um, yeah. And I just, thought it, I just thought it would be such a great, so great to get them both on and talk about their journeys and what they did because there's so many women, I think, out there with autoimmune conditions you know, trying to lose weight, doing all of the crazy-ass diets and cutting sugar and dairy, thinking that they're doing the right thing. So maybe, Margie, let's start with you. Do you just want to share a little bit about your story, you know, what what's, what, what had you done prior to joining Win at Life and, you know, what were your issues, talk about your autoimmune condition, how it affected your life?
1: Yeah, I think, um, I st- I, I think it was the menopausal was the, the biggest issue for me, um, just you know, so many symptoms with, you know, uh, lack of sleep at night, um, starting getting weight gain around the middle, really low moods, which is really unchar- uncharacteristic for me. Um, so, of course, you know, then I started looking for ways of, of, you know, trying to get this weight off. So I did a silly low-carb or keto diet. Then I was doing hip training and... Um, also trying to add some strength training because I knew it was good for my age and, you know, I doing all sorts of stuff. I had a lot of stress in my life at the time. I had stress with work, in leadership roles that I'd taken on. So it was just a compound of stress, really. Um, and it just, my health just went, um, really went south. I ended up with this autoimmune disease called spondy- spondylarthritis saw rheumatologists, went on to um, medication. I was injecting myself with methotrexate once a week and anti-inflammatories daily, which I absolutely hated. Um, I just was just at the all-time low, which was not a place I'd ever been before, Um, and I was a bit lost. I just didn't know how to get myself out of it. So, um, yeah, and that's when I, thank God, found... um, you started following you and, and understood the nutrition and how that all made sense. So I just had to jump in. I had never, ever done a challenge, never done, you know, anything like that before in my life. So I was as nervous as hell, but I jumped in and um, I'm still here.
2: Yeah, can't get rid of you. No,
1: yeah. <laughs> I <ain't> either.
2: <laughs> and Margie, talk about, you know, obviously now, you know, like how are things for you now?
1: So um, I think I think one of the, oh, amazing, obviously, um, just loads of energy. I am um, helping with the challenge. I start work really early, like sometimes 4.30 or 4 or 5, depending, and I can just go all day with energy because I know the tools to feel myself well. I just eat well. I'm on 2,100 calories a day, um, strength train three days a week, walk um, most days, Um just feel amazing um, and I just um, really keep an eye on my stress that's one thing that I think got my you know got me into trouble in the beginning so um, I'm you know I've got've learned the tools to um, you know limit stress get out and get some sun um, know when to train when not to train um, yeah, all those things, but just fueling my body right and constantly, you know, I'm eating all the time, you know, like it's just something I would go all day without eating and then maybe eat at night because I was always too busy. Um, now I just take my food everywhere I go. And yeah, so it's just a complete um, mindset change. It's just amazing.
2: And can you talk a little bit more about what you're actually eating because i think you know i get a lot of messages and women are told oh they've got to cut out dairy and they've got to cut out fruit and juice and you know all these foods that, that they're told cause inflammation and you know now you're you're in remission now hey off your medication yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. No, i was yeah um 10 months into the program i was off all medication um so and that's been consistent um for nearly three years so um, that I've been in the program. So my daily um, food would be um, I always have eggs and um, cooked mushrooms, which are boiled as good for digestion um, every morning um, with juice. Uh, morning tea would be a milky coffee and I'd some lovely chewy caramel and some fruit. Yeah, uh, lunch, would be, yeah lunch would be fruit and a protein. Um, afternoon tea is always um some Greek yogurt with honey and fruit and my dinner is either a protein of some sort might be a steak it could be chicken lamb lamb obviously we're farmers so oh, we always have a lot of lamb and air fried potatoes my favorite <laughs> and um then just before bed, half an hour before bed, I'll have some, I'm really into the chocolate ice case and ice cream at the moment. So I have that with um, some strawberries, banana and some bee pollen for bed and I sleep like a, a baby. It's absolutely amazing. Oh, sounds oh, like food. I just love food. <laughs> I know, it's the best.
2: And, um, you know, you how did you figure out what works for your body? Because I think a lot of women you know, like, and I was the same, I'd always do all these bloody programs where they just give you a meal plan and they tell you, you've got to eat this. Um, whereas, you know, in, in our program, we get everyone to do their own meal plans and, you know, try and figure out what works for their body and what mm. they actually enjoy, I think as well, because obviously we follow, mm. everyone follows these overarching principles, but, you know, our diets look slightly different because we obviously enjoy different foods and there's things mm. that work better for us, um, you know, And
1: not everyone's the same. No, that's right. And I think um, I think that that changes all the time. Um, With and my food has changed a lot over the nearly the three years that I've been here. Um, I love bread, and I make my own sourdough, um, but it doesn't always love me. Yeah. So yeah, I um, I sometimes pop that in with my eggs. Sometimes I take it out because my digestion um, doesn't like it. so I've been tweaking foods for, you know, for the first two years is probably um, a lot of learning and you do a lot of adjusting and depending on, you know, your stress levels too is what works for you some days and what doesn't work others. So, um, yeah, you, you certainly learn how to build your own um, meal plans and I think, and, then, and you've got your data because you can see what you're eating, you're tracking your food. I hated um, tracking my food to begin with. I just wanted to throw it to the shitter because I just really, really hated it. But I, um, I'm still tracking because I, I know it. Just I know that I need to eat a certain amount uh, to, to, to manage life and feel myself well. So it keeps me honest about eating. Because if I don't track, I. Um, and sometimes mm. I track loosely. If I don't track, I, I don't eat enough and then, I, you know, energy goes down. So it's a really, really good tool. Um, yeah, one of the best things I've learnt um, for my body uh, and I just keep adjusting it to to see what works.
2: Mm. Yeah. And I like how you talk about it does change over time. So I found that as well. Mm. Um, and you don't really know. Yeah, I think you really have to be involved in the process. Like it's... You can't, you have to take ownership. You can't just, you know, like most other products, no. you just eat the diet, eat, eat, the, eat the food and you do the training program. You don't
1: actually, you know, really figure out what actually works for you. Mm, that's right. And I think that's one of the best things. I think that's the, the best learning, uh, one of the best tools that you can ever learn. Um, and you have to invest the time and, and a long time in doing it, not just for five minutes or, you know, for a month. You need to be doing it for a long time to to work out really what does work for you.
2: Yeah, totally, totally. Um, and what about the training? You know, I know you. another thing you've really had to do is like, you obviously strength team three days a week and you walk, yep. and, and you walk, but, you know, how have you got more in tune with your body around the training? Because obviously training is stressful, but a good stress, but I think, you know. Mm. One thing that I used to always do was just push myself, regardless of if I was feeling tired. Whereas now I've really I push hard when I feel good, and then I'll take an extra rest day if I need it, which seems to work really well.
1: Yeah, I'm um, I'm so much kinder on myself in regard to that. I'm um, to begin with, I was all right. You train three days a week. You build that habit. You go in there. You train. You show up. You do it, regardless of how you're feeling. Um, and I think I need to do that to begin with, just to build that habit, mm. um, but I wasn't listening to my body and recovery sometimes is really tough. Mm. Um, I think just because of my age and, you know, maybe my, you know, autoimmune condition coming into play, but, but now I'm, yeah, so much kinder. I've taken out some, um, some of the major lifts because I've got bad knees, but I'm still in there and I train really hard when I'm in there, but I'll take several days if I need it. Um, you know if my body hasn't quite recovered and my temps are down um, shows me there's still a bit of stress from and I'll just look at that and look at all my data and then I'll go in when I'm feeling good and I'm really well fueled and the body's feeling great I'll pop back in and I'll and I usually still get my three days in sometimes it might be two mm. um, but I don't beat myself up over that it's just the way it is and I'm here for the long haul so you know two days three days a week um, for the rest of my life, it's it's still good. I'm still showing up. I'm still doing the training, but just more in tune with the body. Oh, well, you
2: look so good, Maggie. Though you look so healthy and well, and you look strong and toned. And
1: I feel great. It's great, you know. It's the best. I think it's the best thing, especially for women my age, to be strength training. It's a great way to go into your age, aging. Oh, totally. yeah.
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, so good. And then obviously you were like, okay, I've
2: got to get Sarah into this. She's got Hashimoto's. How did you get into it initially, Sarah? Like, was Margie on you all the time, or did you just sort of gradually take an interest because she was getting good results, or how did it happen? Uh,
0: So, initially, how it happened was um, obviously I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's um, and uh, was like, okay, what do I do? Uh,
2: Sorry, Sarah, how old are you? How old are you?
0: 36.
2: 36. And how many kids do you have? Just the one. Just one. Okay. Sorry. Keep going.
0: Yeah. Single mum, just one. Um, yeah. So basically I was in a bit of a, bit of a hole with everything. Um, then, then I realised what the problem was. Hashimoto's autoimmune. That's why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. It's the snowball effect, etc. cetera. Um, and I think one of my lowest points I... Um, always seem to call my auntie, my lovely dear auntie. She knows the right things to say to me or how to how to pull me back up. But I called my auntie and I said, this is what's happened. What, what should I do? I'm speaking to a nutritionist. I don't know if it's right. And she's like, don't waste your money, but this is what you need to do. And she gave me a direction and she gave me a goal and she set me up with some Foods to eat. Um, gave me. I think he gave me a bit of a plan to go by. I stuck. Yeah. I stuck with that plan. Um, and she knew. I think she's. I think she knows me well. That you know, I put my all into everything um, when I do something. So it's all or nothing. And I just stuck with it. Um, and I started feeling really good. And, I, and I'd stay in touch with with. Um, my auntie and just speak with her about this and that. But I saw such great improvement just by eating yeah. a certain way that um, I guess, yeah, you know, when I she surprised me in the end, she surprised me with the program, signing oh, up with the program. So I wasn't amazing. I wasn't in the position, like I it was yeah. I made me cry. It still does make me teary because oh. she out of the blue just um, announced, well she sent me the link and announced that she had this and I, I was so overwhelmed and couldn't believe that someone had paid for me to do a 12 month program and and obviously I was going to give it 110 percent regardless but um yeah that just gave me some purpose and direction and I was always going to be all in from get-go um because she's you know put that trust in me
2: and what were you doing um, prior to this? Like, talk about your nutrition, you know, your training, stress. Like, what did sort of, I guess, cause this Hashimoto's?
0: Yeah, so, okay, um, I've obviously got, um, being a single mum, there's a lot of, a lot of um, uh, I guess, bad stress that I've dealt with um, with my breakup. Um, so that's, that's a big part of the, where, why I landed where I landed, um, and I wasn't obviously eating the right uh, foods. So I was obviously, uh, with Lily, um, being my daughter, um, having her carrying her for nine months would have taken, uh, would have took, um, massive stress on my body as well. Again, because I know now that I wasn't fueling myself well, mm. um, makes a difference. Um, I lost a lot of weight when I was breastfeeding. Um, I had a lot of stress during that time. Mm. I got to a pretty good happy place um away from it all away from the drama Mm. um again i was then so then i then like i spoke to you before i have a set number in my head as most women do Um, yep weight wise and i wanted to even though i so i yeah because the scales started creeping up as you watch your weight and i was like right it's time to get back onto a diet now because obviously Mm. you know you stop breastfeeding um you start putting on some weight um you want to get back into it. So I started doing um, just like a high intensity um, training um, at home, I guess, in front of the TV every morning religiously and just eating like wholesome grains, um, you know, um, raw foods Mm. um, more so. Did that. That worked really well. And then I, you know, went off the wagon, felt really good for a while. You know, life gets in the way, stresses get in the way, Um, and then I, the next, next time I found myself in that position again with the numbers, it's like, right, numbers are creeping up again, need to do something, and I need to start working out. I started doing, I started following my keto um, diet, which I have have done previously before I fell pregnant and then stopped it falling pregnant because the doctors don't recommend that at all. Um, I did that, um, started that back up, and I was gaining weight so rapidly that... I was like, what the hell? Like, it was a rude shock to the system. And then I was feeling so low. And previously doing this, I had all the energy in the world. You know, it really was, you know, I did probably a couple of years of it. And I was probably, I thought I was the the fittest I'd ever been. Obviously, internally, I wasn't. But on the outside, I thought I was the fittest I've ever been because I could, wake up in the morning, have a bulletproof coffee and play a game, two games of netball um,
2: wow. without
0: anything else. And I was like, okay, this fat burning, this fat burning, you know, f- fueling fat within your body is, is great. But long-term, it kicks you in the gut. So mm-hmm. there's all that dieting, dieting stuff, I guess, in the background that, you know, I've jumped from every now and then and nothing's ever really worked or been, you know, um, sustainable, I suppose. Um so, yeah, so that's sort of where then I came to realise, okay, something's wrong, something's seriously wrong, I need to go see a doctor, and, and, that's, and that's where I sort of landed it with, okay, Hashimoto's it is, right, I need to do something about it because I'm not that person that sits there and wants to take prescription medication for anything. I've been on high blood pressure pills before and I got myself off of them. So mm. from age 17 I had high blood pressure undiagnosed they didn't um, they, sorry I'm um, they never could diagnose what what the issue was mm. um but eventually I got myself off of them through a cardiologist and went and I don't know what it was that did it but it, it happened so I'm happy mm. um yeah so that's me in a nutshell um so I was really really grateful that um my auntie did gift me that um mm. because Look at where I am now today. Like, totally
2: different. So, so talk about obviously, you're down close to 14 kilos. What about some of the other improvements?
0: So, the big improvement for me was uh, mainly like I've never been one to have anxiety, but I had anxiety really bad. Mm. Um, You know, every time I get in the car. Or I'd sit there and dwell on things a lot. And I think because I had a lot of trauma previously with, through relationships and stress, I was dealing with a lot of things, being a new mum. I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to deal with, with all that stress and that pressure at times very well. I internalized a lot of things, but the one main thing I do remember is when I started eating this way, everything was so much more clearer. There wasn't any fog. I felt really energized. I got my energy back. Um, you know what? I felt. I remember the first time I took Progeste. Mm. I felt like a different person. I felt like I felt when I was pregnant, when your uh, mm. progesterone levels raise, uh, and I became such a different person. I never knew that 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 could have been me as a person. I remember saying to I think my auntie and and, and my mom as well, like the the feeling that I got was like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders and I'm such a more relaxed, easygoing person, whereas I just always thought I was just highly strung. Mm. Now, um, and it was just ingrained in me that I was a highly strong person, but to, to, to just eat that way and then, you know, take your progesterone and your supplements um, and stay consistent, I found that, I was a lot more easygoing and I was like, wow, this is a new version of me. This is a version I've never known other than when I was carrying my baby. I was like, wow, this is linked somehow. So it's to do with, you know, yeah. I needed, obviously, my progesterone levels were quite low. Like Mm -hmm. that sort of, and that was to do with the thyroid as well and it was sorting things out. So it was amazing. It was like a epiphany I had, almost like, "Wow, this is so cool. This this can be the person that I want to be." Do you know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It still actually amazes me, like the power of like lowering stress and the food and just everything together, like how healing yes. is to the body. Um, and you mentioned before that now you're off your medication.
0: Yes, so um, I liaised with the
1: the GP I
0: was seeing, obviously at the time, and. Um, I did do a course of two weeks with it. And quite quickly, thankfully, my auntie um, was all over it and said, no, nah, ask him, tell him, don't, don't even start yeah. it. Don't, if you can't, like, it's no good for you. Don't do it. This yeah. this, this, will fix you, Sarah. And, and
2: obviously, say, I think just okay, to say to okay. everyone, like, speak to your GP. Like, we're not saying you should stop taking your medication. You're Absolutely. Right. Work with your doctor, which is what you did, which is yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah. So he said, like, yeah. Um, yeah, he said he was more than happy. (laughs) He was more than happy for me to stop, but um, he only put me on the medication in the first place because I had gained so much weight rapidly and I did have thyroid levels that, you know, were obviously not quite right. Um, So it does amaze me how easily uh, women get put on thyroid medication as seeing a GP. So I just feel like that, you know, if I didn't have Animagi in my corner, I would be on that medication for the rest of my life unknown. Like uh, it, it yeah. yeah, it it does my head in.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is an, it's it's amazing enough. like how they don't ask you about your lifestyle and your diet and yeah. your nutrition and your training. <clears throat> and yeah, it's just yeah. it is crazy. Yeah. So so now um off the medication, all yeah. your symptoms have gone?
0: All my symptoms went. I believe within the first three months of just, um, eating the way, um, my auntie taught me, um, at start, um, I had massive improvements. So mm. I obviously needed those calories and I obviously needed, um, the sugars, I think the carbs, you know, cause I was always a no carb, no sugar, mm. oh, ugh, Fake sugar makes me think, what the hell did you put that in your body for? Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think, just doing that alone, I was symptom free. Like the energy levels come back, and that was the biggest thing with my Hashimoto's was I was really, really low and flat. Um, besides the weight gain, um, yeah, it was it was mainly that. And then I think you know because you're seeing results and because you're feeling better, all that picks up with your mental stuff, your anxiety or your de- you know depressed state. That all that all picks up from there. Um, so.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yes. And talk about, you know, we were discussing this before we started the podcast, you know, what you do for your training and your activity and how you sort of gradually built that up over time.
0: Yeah. Okay. So um, I think the big mindset for me was going into it was um, to make new habits. Um, and I guess also not to use food as um an emotion to make me feel happy or because I feel sad I want to go eat something that's going to comfort me I was a lot like that um and I think because with this program is we sit there we can clearly see what we put into our mouths Mm -hmm. um and track it we've got this visual visual then to say and it's almost like a switch that goes off in your brain eventually you're like okay well, the food is actually just fuel for me. It's for me to work and function properly. It's not an actual uh, reward or a treat. It's 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 just fuel. Like, and that's how I look at it now. And I think it's easy for me now. Like, I'm I'm not tempted by seeing someone sit there and eat a beautiful um, I don't know pasta or something that I can't really have. Um, I, I just bring my own food and and away I go. Like. It's changed mentality, it's changed that with me um, a lot of the time. So, yeah.
2: I think it's, um, too, you know, like now, because you're fueling your body, you're not like I used to binge eat just shit, you know, like corn chips and oh, just like Domino's pizza and, you know, like crappy ice creams. And I just don't crave that anymore, you know, because I'm you actually don't fueling my everything. body. And, you know, occasionally I'll have like things that may not be so ideal, but my body just reacts so much better to them. Whereas before, I just feel so rubbish. You know, like it's. But you just, I just don't feel like I really crave that food anymore.
0: Yeah, I was a bit, um, very similar to Ani Ani Mag, um, in the way that if I don't track um, or try and eat mindfully, I actually undereat. I forget, because yeah. I get that busy yeah. during the day and I go go go. And then before I know, it, I'm like, I feel shit. I feel flat. Oh, excuse mm. my language. Um, <laughs> that's terrible.
2: It's okay, you're on the winter life podcast.
0: <laughs> that's all right, it's it's kitty show. So, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. You, you feel. I, I notice that I feel. I feel crap when I don't balance, which is balancing your blood sugar levels. And if I do under eat, I'll find that I go like to the. I'll crave the nearest KFC food or totally. something greasy because I feel well I think it's because I, don't, I haven't had that I haven't had that amount of calories I need something that's high in calories and that's what I, yeah, that's what body I crave for and then you feel like crap right. afterwards and then it's like yeah. a cycle you, yeah. you, you're stuck in this cycle um so yeah I just think uh, if you just yeah once you start once your body knows that it's safe and it's And you're being consistent. And I just stress the consistency here. Like if you're going to do it, do it consistently and eat those foods consistently. And I think because I'm a busy mum and I've got study and I'm balancing everything else, everyone has their own way of how they want to meal plan or or work their food. But I feel like with me, I have the same food every single uh, day, like the same meals, the same snacks on repeat like I've probably had curry for the last four months for, for dinner <laughs> um, and I find you know it's a meal prep, it's meal prep on a Saturday or a Sunday or whenever I fit that in I, I make my own sourdough as well
1: oh, and man. again
0: with that sort of stuff I'm the same I'm the same as my auntie like I've just discovered that I can't have sourdough all the time my body's all the sun said no nah, don't agree with you at the moment so I've like That's held back on that now
2: yeah, you can yeah, have yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I give it a rest, and you know, it could it could be the extra milk I've been having as well. But um, you know, that's where that's what I love about the tracking. I can I can work that out now. Like, is it the milk or is it the sourdough? I'm going to take this out, and then so it, it teaches you everything you need to know about looking after your body the way it needs to be looked after. Like, it's mm. amazing. Like, I've grabbed grabbed so much from. this program and that's why I think like it's just worth doing 12 if if you don't want to do it long term do it for 12 months and and you you take away so much
2: from it yeah I I still do that I still like prep and plan ahead and eat pretty similar things just because it's easy you know yeah and I think when you choose the foods that you actually like you know and I usually would just like change it up week to week and then on the weekends you know I'll have a bit more variety. I'll have a different dinner or something, but I generally stick to like a range of snacks and just, and I eat ice cream every night. Just, I'm not saying you have to eat ice cream every night, but like, so good but I love it. it. You know, I'm like, oh,
1: oh I, I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm
2: sorry, you there? Can you hear me? Yep, we got you. Yep. Out. Yep. Sorry, the internet's a bit funny. um yeah, I know. And I think if you are, like you're a single mum and you study and you're trying to train three days a week and walk, you know, you've got to be organised with your food. It just makes it so Absolutely. much easier.
0: It does. And I think doing that is less stressful than me trying to work out, oh, what am I going to have next week? Oh, what am I going to have tomorrow night? Or, yeah. you know, I've got it there and I roll it over each time and um, can cook in bulk. And, um, yeah, it's, it, that, that's what works for me and that's what's beautiful about it everyone's unique and everyone's different and Mm. and you know i might like pancakes for dessert with some ice cream i can have that like someone else might just like custard you know (laughs) it's what whatever's going to make you consistent please just do it like it's that simple um and then you'll see the results but yeah like like you said before like if you're if you're half in or you're having a bit more of this and a bit more of that and you're like oh one day is not gonna hurt. It's just like again how can you how can you justify the results then you don't really know what you what um you can achieve without doing it consistently first and that's why you've just got to be all in and trust the process at the start it's the biggest key to it all I think
2: yeah no you know like you you've lost nearly 14 kilos eating 2,000 calories a day of carbs and Mm. sugar and training two to three days a week and just walking you know yeah
0: well I lost the funny thing The funny thing was, Kitty, I lost most of my weight just on the nutrition alone. Most of that ten yeah. kilos that I put on—I yeah. say ten kilos because I felt like I was ten kilos. That's again my number, my benchmark, but yeah, um, which I don't have anymore, mind you. Um, yeah, that's where I lost it. Was just through eating properly again. Um, it wasn't through the training. I didn't start training till right, well, probably half more than halfway through the program. Um, mm. And as soon as I started training, because obviously you want to. Um, the big thing is you want to have a really good foundation. And obviously I didn't have that foundation there because of the Hashimoto's and my body had to just get used to eating properly again before mm-hmm. pushing myself to another level of stress with training. But mm. I must say once I started the training, um, yeah, I did the, do the two, what, two two days a week and now I'm doing three days a week. But um, the first time I've ever looked in the mirror and have said to like have actually said you know I'm really happy with how I look and I didn't have that that little person sitting on my shoulder saying yuck that's gross like so that's that was like an achievement in itself that I could accept myself looking at myself in the mirror again um, after doing you know some form of weight training so that was the other you know happy moment I guess that
2: I had with it all and, you know, it's only like 12, 14 months isn't a long time. Like, you know, obviously you just started strength training now, but for most women I think if they're really consistent, you know, 18 months, but 18 months isn't long for the rest of your life.
0: No, no, it's not in the scheme of things, no. And I think that's the other attitude that you you have to set it up for being long-term. Like I don't view it as a quick fix and I don't view it as I'm just going to do this 12 months program and then go back to my normal eating ways, It's not the, that's not the case for me. I view it as, as it's a lifetime. You know, I'm going to lift weights for as long as I can and I'm going to eat eat this way and feel myself like this for forever and a day. Um, yes, I might have those odd occasional, um, you know, parties, events where I might sway a bit, but at the end of the day, like I know that this works for me, so I'm going to continue doing it. And I don't think anything any other program has ever had those same results. But you, you're te- you're giving us the tools. You, you're mm. teaching us. You're teaching us how and what and when and problem solving these little things. You know when things aren't right. And um, yeah, I guess the other side the other side for me was also the you know the symptoms of PMS um, with your menstrual cycle. Like because obviously I'm not in like, you know, the menopause, I'm not at that stage yet, but I'm setting myself up for a really good spot when I do. Mm. Um, But I wasn't aware that we shouldn't be cranky the week before and, you know, have period pain here and there. Like I never got it that bad, but I realise now that I don't have any of that. And I'm like, this is amazing. (laughs) Like I don't even know when it's coming half the time. Like it's just there. I'm like, oh, hello, hello. You're here. Like there's, there's, no, there's no pre-warning. There's no um, feeling of emotional moodiness or snappiness. And I think that's a big thing with eating this way too is you're less agitated by things. You're less annoyed. Um, so yeah, it all helps.
1: Eat more sugar.
0: <laughs> yes. That is the key.
1: Eat more sugar. Who would so
2: let, sugar? Let's just where we say sugar because I think people think oh we're saying oh you have got to eat like ten yeah. cups of white sugar. Yeah, no. then, you know <laughs> you, you want it. You want to get most of your sugars from nutrient dense sources like fruits, yes. and juice, root fruit. fruit veggies, and you know honey and, um, mm. honey and dairy. But then if you want to have some white sugar, like you know I have sugar in my coffee, I have sugar in my ice cream you know, have some fudge which has sugar, it's fine. It's just energy, you know. Mm. Um, but I think people mm. think talk about sugar, they're like, oh, you know, you've got to like be eating. We're not talking about eating 10 cups of white sugar. Yeah, they usually yeah.
0: think of white sugar, don't mm. they? Yeah. But
2: I think that everyone throws the blanket over and they're like, oh, all sugar's bad. Like that's what I was like. I was like, no, nah, not eating fruit, not eating dairy, you know, yeah. all sugar is bad. Yeah, I was the same. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah which is so crazy. So maybe, um, Margie and Sarah, like, if someone, let's maybe give give people some, you know, hot tips or a bit of advice or, like, you know, if they're really, if they're just starting this journey, you know, like, what advice would you give them?
1: They're just starting. You
0: want to go first? Yeah, I can
1: go first. Uh, (laughs) I think if you're just starting this journey, I think... um, you know, what I see with a lot of women is not putting themselves first. Um, and, I, and I say that um, passionately because that was me and it still is to a, a, a big point. Um, you, as women, mums, wives, whatever, you're torn in many different directions and we are always last on the list. So you really need to invest the time into yourself. Mm. um and if you're happy everybody else is happy around you and by doing that is just you know doing these key steps of you know fueling your body and taking that time so really really invest in yourself i think that's the the number one um um other than that i think you just like invest in your health like if you're you know, just stop the, with the quick fix stuff. You know, you've got to look at life as in long term. And this is a long-term, sustainable, easy, amazing way to live. So... Um, just really invest in the learning. Just keep um, learning about it. I'm still learning three years on. Um, you know, I listen to podcasts. I list. I read. I you know lots and lots of research that I do. Um, so it's not just within the program. I've just you know invested um, in the whole pro metabolic world and how human physio- physiology is, and it all makes sense. So yeah, it's just the investment. Investing yourself. Mm. What about you?
0: Yeah, totally agree with the first two. They were very well said. Um, that's a massive thing um, is put, learning to put yourself first. I had to had to learn that one as well. Um, and yeah, and then messing yourself. And then once you've got that, it's I just keep on. I'm on repeat with this one. It's like just mm-hmm. trust the process when you first delve into the information it goes against everything you've ever known like to me that's what it was it was like the opposite or complete opposite of what I thought was the right way to eat and I just remember um my auntie saying just trust the process it'll just be that way and and the reward at the end of it is trusting the process being consistent eating the food Mm. then you start knowing you start understanding why. And obviously you can read in depth into how it works on a cellular level as mm. um, well, and that's part of it. But for me, it was just all hands on deck, let's, let's get this in. And um, I think that you just have to dive into it. And don't be overwhelmed by having to know everything at the start. I'm, I was a little bit like that. And, again, I just kept on remembering hearing just trust the process and just just do it. And what have you got to lose at the end of the day? You've mm-hmm. got nothing to lose by just trying it and eating that way and the results will just come and you'll realise that it is the best thing for you to do that. So, um, yeah, it is. And just have the right mindset as well. Make sure you're in touch with yourself and um, in that regard because I think that is a big downfall for some women is they get in their heads a little bit and don't have that mentality right first going into it or they look that and that also you know I guess gives them an excuse or a way out which you know our brains can be pretty tricky to us sometimes in that regard so yeah I think those couple of things is the best going forward
2: really good advice ladies and I just want to ask you one more question because I think and Margie might be able to comment on this as well because she works in our business and you know as working with hundreds of women through our challenges and you know sometimes I find or oh, not sometimes this is a lot of you know me I just say the truth I'm trying to say this trying to think how to say this without just saying it <laughs> but you know like I just see so many women you know oh, I'm tr- like this I'm trusting the process but they're not actually following the process like they're just they're inconsistent they're not you know prepping their food or tracking properly mm-hmm. um, you know I'm not consistent with my training and just you know they're in denial about of, of saying I'm trusting a process to work that I'm not actually following um <laughs> and you know like if a woman and I'm sure Margie can comment on this too but if a woman is like if, if they're if, if you're sitting there like not getting results like really asking yourself am I doing everything consistently and I don't mean being bloody perfect because there's a difference between I think you know I mean you guys aren't perfect you've made mistakes you know I've made mistakes but I think there's a huge difference in you know women just self-sabotage they can't be consistent you know like what would your advice be to a woman who's just can't be consistent
1: yeah I think um yeah I see that a lot and you know I see with a lot of women that they're just not prepared to give up some foods and some lifestyles um, in the program and go all in and, but, you know, are complaining that they don't get the results. And, you know, I just come back to them and say, well, what's your goal? If your goal is to make changes and have a healthier lifestyle, you have to go all in and you have to, you know, um, you know, do what's required, eat the food um, and make those changes, make those uh, daily habit changes um, you know you can't you can't do something half-assed I think um you know otherwise you're just not going to see the results Mm. so and and eventually it comes I think um but I think they just some women just need to get to a really low point and realize that you know you know this is not working obviously I need to to do to go all in or give up and go back to the old um you know quick fix ways which you know is not the answer so, sorry.
0: You know, you're right. You've got to ask yourself, you've got to sit down and ask yourself, how bad do I really want this? Mm. Um, you, you've, yeah, if you don't address it within yourself, um, you'll never, never get to that goal that you're trying to achieve at the end of the day. Mm. So, fortunately, we can sit there and we can sit here and say to everyone... Um, you know, the best, we can give them our best advice, but at the end of the day, the only person that can change is themselves. Um, they've got to want to do it themselves. And yeah, that's the hard one, isn't
1: it? It comes back to investing in yourself. Mm. Um, so, you know, you know, you hear the, I haven't got time or I've got a family or, um, you know, this is the only food that I had, you know, I haven't got time for planning. Well, it's just it comes back to investing in yourself and taking that time. So, you know, I think that's where... You know, again uh, women aren't as good as what um, you know at at that because they're giving to everybody else um, and you know not just giving themselves the time so you know I think yeah you just really need to really sit down and and you know take stock and and find out what it is you really want, what are your goals, and then work from there um, and 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 that's that's going all in yeah. Yeah. changing. Sorry
2: about the noise in the background. As we said, I've, we've got no bloody internet, so I'm sitting up here, and there's some alarm going off there. And anyway, um, and how big a part do you think, or how important is it, you know, to invest? Do you think in coaching and getting coaching and support and having that community around you?
1: Oh, that's massive. I think that's, um, I think that's the biggest learning because you're you, you're you're learning off of others that are in the same situation as you um, and and again that changes from you know the beginning or you've, you've been in two and a half years the community is amazing it's a, a bunch of women that just um, build each other up and are always there for each other there's you know it's it's I've never been in a community like it where um, there's no bitchiness or nobody puts anybody down everybody celebrates everybody's wins Everybody's there to support and help if somebody's in a really low spot or fallen off the wagon. If somebody's reaching out, they're just there to support and give advice. It's just a beautiful, beautiful community. Um, I just love it so much. Um, And I think that that and the coaching, the one-on-one coaching, especially for some women, they just need that. They need that constant reminder and the coaches are beautiful. They're amazing people with their own really tough journeys of life. So they walk the talk. Um, yeah, so it's just I think that's a really massive part of a lot of women's success, actually.
2: What do you think, Sarah?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, I think the one-on-one coaching is amazing. It, um, it holds you accountable. Um, that's probably one of the... Besides, Ani Marie's bang on with the community. Like it is, it is a, an amazing thing to have. But I found personally, um, just to have that check in every single week, um, to have that advice, to have that, it was almost like I wanted to. Um, what's the best way to say? She gave me um, April, for example, would give me a give me something to achieve, and I wanted to prove that I could achieve it. So it kept me so driven throughout, and I think that's really, really good for um, those type of women that are, you know, need needs that direction or that drive. It was like I didn't want to come back to her and say I didn't make my steps or I didn't do this. I wanted to hit all the marks with her because she was keeping me, keeping me consistent and accountable, and. And, um, you know, it worked for me that way, you know, and I, and I looked forward to hearing her say, good job, Sarah, or like it was like, you know, I wanted an A-plus as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, that's how it felt for me and that's what drove me every week to check in and, and, and do those things. And and then, you know, the results at the end of the day was I got such good results from it all. Like I was happy. Um, I lost lots of weight. I lost measurements. Um, so, you know, that Was what tr- drove me the, the most, I
2: think, oh, with it. Awesome. awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You know, I really hope that uh, women will take a lot away from this and you know, stick to this and play the long game because it really is just life changing. Mm, absolutely, is yeah. uh, awesome. All right, well, it's just about lunchtime. My stomach is grumbling. <laughs> yeah, stomach stomach so is. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: And thanks so much, um, you know, for coming on again. And obviously, Margie, I'll uh, I'll chat to you in the program, and I'm sure Margie will keep us posted of more of your progress as you go, Sarah.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Kit.